Audible presents Science News, the weekly audio news magazine of science for April 21st, 2012. Here is some of what's making news in the world of science this week. There's news that your neighborhood may be linked to the obesity rate. Children lacking nearby parks and supermarkets are at higher risk. Also, engineering better hair transplants. A cell-based approach to new follicles takes hold in the skin. And attention tunes the mind's ear. New research shows that brain activity shows how one voice pattern stands out from the crowd. Coming up later in the feature section, aliens in Antarctica. Unwanted plant and insect species are invading the most pristine landscape on Earth. And we conclude this week with a story called Rock, Rattle, and Roll. An often told tale about the history of the outer solar system gets a prologue along with a few edits. We'll begin with our top news story this week. It's called Neighborhood Linked to Obesity, and it's written by Nathan Seppa. Neighborhood amenities such as green space in a nearby grocery store may offer residents more than just curb appeal. Children who live in such neighborhoods are roughly half as likely to be obese as kids living in areas lacking these features, researchers report in two studies in the May American Journal of Preventive Medicine. The research combines two health aspects of residential life that studies usually examine separately, neighborhood amenities that boost physical activity and ready access to a grocery store in place of fast food outlets. The new studies are important contributions to the needed evidence documenting the influence of environmental factors on people's health, in particular obesity says Laura Kettle-Kahn, a nutritionist at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta. To assess those effects, Lawrence Frank, an urban planner and public health researcher at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver and his colleagues, rated the built environment of hundreds of neighborhoods in San Diego County, California, and King County, Washington, which includes Seattle. The researchers rated the number and quality of parks and neighborhoods walkability, whether its layout had a low level of sprawl, few cul-de-sacs, and easy access to retail outlets. The scientists gauged the nutrition component of the built environment by noting the presence or absence within a half mile of a grocery store that sold fresh fruits and vegetables. The number of fast food outlets in that range counted as a negative. The scientists also collected health information on 681 children randomly identified in the two counties and scored each child's neighborhood amenities. In neighborhoods with high physical activity and nutrition scores, less than 8% of children ages 6 to 11 were obese, compared with nearly 16% in neighborhoods scoring poorly on both measures. Even after the researchers accounted for differences in sex, race, ethnicity, parents' income, parents' body mass index, parents' employment status, and other factors, the children in the highest-scoring neighborhoods were 59% less likely to be obese than children in areas with poor ratings. This is a very promising area of research that will inform the way we think about cities and how to design neighborhoods, says Jennifer Black, a nutritionist at the University of British Columbia who wasn't involved in these studies. We have a pretty strong sense that if it's easier for people to safely and comfortably walk to the kinds of amenities they want, they'll be more likely to be physically active and spend less time driving. 
Many older neighborhoods assessed in the study scored higher than those built more recently. Newer strip mall developments on arterial roads, Frank says, often have plenty of parking in front, but a wall behind that seals them off from nearby residents. We've engineered out of our communities the ability to travel on foot to things nearby, he says. If we want to reverse the obesity epidemic, we need to reverse the way we're building our communities.